ACASTCAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Gran Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Gran Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GranLeyendaTequila.com. Gran Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wins championships. Pride and passion meet success. You gotta love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitney, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza, alongside with me, Kendall Whitley. What's up, bro? How you doing? Hey, man, not much, man. We're coming off a big-time Super Bowl a few days ago, man. It was a good game. I'm sure it didn't end. It, it, we didn't, it didn't end like some of us wanted to end, but, hey, it, it, nevertheless, it was a great game, I feel. And it, it ended actually how exactly how I wanted it to end. So Rams won Super Bowl 56, 23-20. A uh, big storyline in the game was uh, OBJ, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., was having a great first half uh, until he hurt his knee. Turns out it looks like it's going to be a torn ACL on that knee. He actually tore that same ACL against the Bengals mm-hmm. a couple years back. So for for the majority of the second half, the Bengals were up, and it kind of seemed towards the end that they were going to pull away with the victory. Yes, it's very unfortunate for OBJ, man. Uh, just, just to start an OBJ front. It was bad. He was having a pretty good short stint with the Rams. He was a main reason why they got to the Super Bowl. I feel um, had a couple catches in the game. Had a had a um, had a touchdown on their on like their second drive, I believe. He had a touchdown and whatnot, and that kind of got the crowd actually, going. He was actually the first player that scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, got the, it. Kind of got the crowd going. Kind of got their team rallied up and stuff. And then on the next couple of drives, he you know he he came up lame on that injury. Not like I said, the non-contact injury or some of the worst ones. So very unfortunate for OBJ, a long offseason, long recovery for him. You know, ACL is like a six to nine month injury there. So that's, uh, it's, I know it's going to hurt him. And just look at some of the wide receivers now going in next season that has ACL tears. And, um, and they're in contract years. Um, OBJ, Chris Garwin, Michael Gallup, two rookie wide receivers from Alabama. Like, it's some big names out there. And they're, I mean, it, it, whether they're going to be first year guys, rookies, or just in the big contract years, looking for the next payday. Now they got a long road recovery, so how's that going to impact these teams that, that want to offer them a contract? And um, and then on the on the game front, like, it, it was a pretty good game. The Rams did outlast the Bengals and whatnot. The Bengals had opportunities. I think the turning point in the game, a lot of people not talking about, was that third and short, that third down drop by um by Tyler Boyd. I think that kind of changed. I think that turned the game. That changed it right then. I think if Tyler Boyd catches that catches that ball there. 
I think the Cincinnati Bengals go head on and go, they go on to score and probably win the game. Yeah, no, I think that was a big turning point in the game. But look, credit uh, Matthew Stafford and that Rams offense. I mean, with no Tyler Higby and then no Odell Beckham Jr., second string tight end got hurt. So he was out majority of the game and no running game at all. The Bengals did an excellent job shutting down King, uh, Cam Akers and company. Yeah, they, 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 they did a pretty good. They had Bengals defense. They surprised me. They played very well against the run. Rams could not run the ball. Sonny Michelle, Cam um, Akers, Hendrick, nobody, they could not run the ball. And then the injured Tyler Higby injury, it's kind of funny. That injury didn't really affect them like that because they had, uh, I think, Kendall Blinton, he had a couple catches. We already know what Cooper Cup did. They didn't have Woods. Robert Woods, you know, towards ACL earlier in the year. Um, I mean, Odell got hurt in the game. Ben Jefferson made a, a, a couple catches or whatnot, to believe. I mean, other than that, that was really it. Stafford made some nice catches down the stretch, and that's what um, – Especially on that last drive, it was the Cooper Cup drive. That's why he, he outlasted it and he was Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. So I mean, Matthew Stafford obviously played his whole career with the with the Lions and now first year with the Rams. The the Rams gave everything, I mean, as far as draft capital goes, to be in the situation and it ended up working out at the end. And uh Les Need yesterday at the Super Bowl parade wore a t-shirt that says, fuck them picks. <laughs> yeah well it's easier to say now because he invent what well, i mean he, he he put all his chips in the middle of the table and he, and he and the investment it paid off it paid off i mean let's just i mean it paid off so i mean now right now i think the rounds got like a small one or two year window aaron don's already talking about retirement potential and like they you know, like they used to say when you're talking about retirement you already retired you're like one step out the, you you got one you got one step out the door so the fact that he's already mentioning that, and I believe he's not even, he's like 30, 31. Boy, he, yeah, he's aged. He's still young. He's, yeah, he's aged quick. It's like he was just a rookie a few years ago. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he's, I think he's going to come back. I think I seen a report earlier that he said that if they bring back Von Miller, OBJ, that he'd, he'd be back. So I mean, um, why, why wouldn't he come back? I mean, they're pretty much going to maintain the whole roster that they have right now. Yeah. Well, I mean – yeah. If you're him, why why are you even thinking about retiring? And I get that it would be the perfect way to go out, but I still mm-hmm. feel like this team can make a run next year as well. Yeah, but definitely though the Rams and Les Needham have made their, their investment definitely paid off. They laid all the chips on the table. They went all in for for a year. They did it last year. They did it this year. Um, they won the first year at Stafford, and they de- it definitely paid off. It's gonna be interesting to see because I I think they got like a a year or two. They got a year or two window after the next couple of years. The rounds, they're going to be back to the bottom of the barrel like because they, they don't have no picks. Um, Stafford is aging. He's not no young quarterback. He, I want to say he's, what, like 32, 33 or whatnot. He's not a young quarterback. Yeah, I mean, then they got a bunch of pitchers on one-year deals or whatnot, and so they're going to be like an aging team or whatnot. So we got it's going to be interesting to see. The thing is, in that division, I think they got the upper hand because Seattle got problems at quarterback. Russ, we don't know if he's going to be there. Um, the Cardinals, they're having problems with Kyler Murray. And the San Francisco, all three teams, um, we don't know what um, Lance, we don't know what Trey Lance is yet. We don't know if Jimmy G might still might be. I mean, we, we don't we don't know that yet. So all three of the teams up in, the, in that division, they're having question marks at quarterback, whether it's, it's uncertain whether they're going to beat it or who is there, or, or, or is uncertainty is if, they're, if they're the guy or not. So um, we, we don't know what's going to happen there, but I think the Rams are the best team in the division. And if they bring back most of those players, it's L.A. People going to want to come play for the Rams. You know that they're gonna want to come. They're gonna want to. They're gonna sign a little short one year there because they know they're gonna um, win a super. They got a potential to win a super there. And if we look at NFC, 
who's going to challenge him? Okay, we do, Green Bay, we don't know if Rodgers come back. They pretty much own that division for right now because of all the Christian Marks in the division. Give me who – I mean, Tom Brady's probably gone. We you ne- never say never, but who else in the NFC is going to challenge? Like, I mean, the, the, the AFC is stacked. NFC, not so stacked. I mean, you got the Cowboys. But other than that, I mean, that's it. Well, there there is a quarterback that did not play last year due to legal issues that is looking to, uh, looking to get traded to the NFC. And I'm talking about the Sean Watson. So yes. uh, the report came out saying that two teams that he's interested in joining via trade would be one, the Minnesota Vikings, and the second one would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which, I mean, both of those situations would be intriguing for him because – they both have great offenses. It's just they're, I mean, more for the Bucks. Now they're looking for their next quarterback. I don't see him going to the Vikings because they, um, the Vikings have already came out. Um, Kevin O'Connell's already came out and said that Kirk Cousins is their guy, and he, and that's why he took that job. And yeah, then they would have to give up. I, I don't know, man. I mean, first press conference. Of course, you're going to want to say that. John yeah, Gruden also said he wanted to keep uh, Khalil Mack, and look what happened. Yeah, but you know the Vikings had to give up a lot. I mean, this that's that's gonna be a hard trade. They're gonna have to give up a lot for Deshaun Watson. I can see Tampa Bay. I can see him fitting in Tampa because Tampa want to keep that thing going. But Tom Brady, he's let's just say he's not gonna be there. But you're not gonna go out and tell your fans goodbye and, and make the post and all stuff. Then just turn around and come back. I mean, that, that's I I don't. Tom's see situation. Out. I feel like Tom is probably gonna take a year off because uh, he feels like he owes it to his to his family, his wife. And after being home um, next year, he's going to be like, hey, man, like, what the hell am I doing here? I can still play than half of these guys. Right. But, yeah, I think with Deshaun, I would love to see him in Tampa. Uh, I would love to see him in – I've heard Denver, heard Tampa. I mean, Carolina, it's a lot of teams. I mean, <laughs> all the teams could, could would, would, would sign up for Deshaun Watson. But I think um he's I, – I, me personally, I believe he's going to end up in Carolina or either Tampa. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, I don't know about Carolina, man. I feel like the Matt Rowe era is uh, pretty much over there. I feel they're a quarterback away, though. They got the pieces on offense. They got a, they got a good defense. I feel they're a quarterback, quarterback away. They can, keep, they can keep Christian McCaffrey healthy and get an offensive line, get a tight end. I think they'd be fine. The, the one thing about them is that they, uh, they hired Ben McAdoo to be their new offensive coordinator, and I really didn't get that move. I didn't either. <laughs> so, I, I kind of I like that. Um, they, I like I like the, the off the OC they had before. Him. I can't think of his name now, but I do I, from LSU. Um, Joe Brady. Yeah, Joe. I like I like he's, him. Uh, he's with the Buffalo Bills now. Yes. So now that the season is officially over, Kendall, what do you think uh, is one of the most intriguing storylines of the off season? Oh, let's address the other. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, will he come back? Is he coming back to Green Bay or is he going? I mean, we've seen this story now for like the past two offseasons, right, I believe. I'm tired of it, man, aren't you? I'm, I'm sick tired of it. Of it's, either, it's, or Russ, it's, it's either Aaron Rodgers or it's Russell Wilson. It's, it's, I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, it's more like, Aaron Rodgers, you. I mean, I, I get it. You know, you accepted the, the MVP award and you said that you were, you know, good with what you did in your career. So, I mean, either are you going to come back? Or not. But they you know what I would hate, though? I would hate for us fans and then the media that follow the game, if, if we have to sit through another year of wondering what Aaron – being on Aaron Rodgers' clock, what is he going to do? And, the hands and you think stand. that's not going to happen? I still think that's going to happen. I mean, I, reports came out early in the week that Green Bay is ready to offer him a four-year contract uh, with a lot a lot of money, along with uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah. And like I was just saying, like, if we have to suffer through that another year – 
of wonder is he gonna go is he, is he gonna stay then he just ends up staying like bro like you know what i mean i don't want to go to that you can't have us doing you can't go to this every year and then you just end up staying at some point like bro like you, you're gonna you're gonna leave you know like yeah. and then if you're green base like how long are you gonna keep letting aaron Rodgers just hold you to the pent like this you know what i mean like it's kind of like you're looking desperate it's at some point you got to move on kendall but i, I mean i they are desperate. They have no confidence in Jordan Love. I mean, if Aaron leaves, who's going to be a quarterback? Okay, but check this out. If they give Aaron all that money, how are they going to build a team around them? Because they've already, they're already tied against the cap. They got some big contracts that are coming up and um, some aspiring contracts. They're going to have to cut a few players. And if you give, if you talk, they're talking about going all in for Aaron Rodgers, what about Devontae Adams? What about putting a team around um, Rodgers? And, and, you know, and to me, that was the downfall of the Packers and that game, the loss against the Niners. I know the special teams screwed up for them, but Aaron Rodgers not having confidence to throw it to another guy besides Devontae Adams. And I, and I know Robert Tunyon, you know, got injured early in the year, and that was another guy they had really, good, you know, high confidence in. But, Aaron, you, you got to trust your other guys. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, yeah, I, I, I agree there for them, but if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I think the smartest move would be to stay in Green Bay because when you look at the the landscape of the NFC, because if you go over to the AFC, I mean, bro, yeah. they're talking about him going to Denver. That division got, you got Derek go Carr. You got Derek Carr. You got Justin Herbert. You got Patty Mahomes. I mean, then, then I mean, just look at you got Lamar Jackson. You got Tennessee's going to be good. Buffalo, Cincinnati, New England. Like the AFC is stacked. Man, shoot, if you're in Rodgers, you're going to ask to let me borrow some money. Rich man, yeah, but, but yeah, I mean, obviously that that's that that's gonna be. Well, let, let me ask you this: When do you think it's a time? Let me ask you: When do you think the timetable is for him to make a decision next He's couple weeks? If I'm the Packers, I'm pressing him to make a decision by next week. We're about a less than a month away from free agency. I need to know what I got to do. I got cash. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do? Who am I gonna keep? Who am I gonna resign? And you think Devontae Adams wants to know too? Because I, I doubt Adams. Devontae goes, Adams wants to be the highest paid wideout in the NFL, rightfully so, because I think it's the best one. How's that going to happen if you gave Aaron Rodgers money? To... Well, that's uh, that, luckily that's that's not my problem to find out or yours. So, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Packers got some things to figure out. But I mean, besides that. Uh, what other storyline would you say um, stands out to you this offseason? Well, how about, I mean, the Patriots. I mean, let, let's, see, let's see what the Patriots are going to do this offseason. It's a big offseason for the Patriots. They had a real good draft class last year. Um, when you look at AFC with the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl, look at all the teams in the AFC. They have a number one wide receiver. They have talent. Ben, um, Burrow, he has talent. Mahomes, talent. My, um, um, Allen has talent. Lamar has a has some talent around him. All these top teams in the AFC, they have talent around them. If you're Bill Belichick, I know you lost Josh McDaniels to the Raiders and you lost um, um, the GM, the, um, the GM uh, assistant general manager. I can't think of it. Greer? Wasn't it Greer? Uh, Dave Ziegler. Yeah, yeah. Dave, Dave Ziegler. Dave, I'm sorry about that. But yeah, he went to um, went to, to, to the Raiders. Bill, Bill, this is one of your, I mean, this is another big offseason for you. You had a great offseason last year with the draft class. But I mean, you have to build around your court. With Mac Jones is your guy. You got to build around him because you and the Patriots. I mean, you got Kansas City, you got Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore still there. The Char- Chargers. I mean, it's tough to put the Patriots in the, in the top five right now in the AFC. It's tough. So I mean, you got the. If I think the Patriots are like a wide receiver, a number one wide out away, and a couple pieces on defense, and I, and I think they can get right back into that conversation. 
So I think the Patriots are one of my one of my storylines to see how does the Patriots build around Mac Jones around that young quarterback. And another storyline I have is Russell Wilson. What's going to happen with that situation in Seattle? Because just like Aaron Rodgers, we've heard this for the past couple of years too. So I mean, that, that's another. And then keep an eye on the something's going on in Arizona. So keep, oh, yeah. keep a, yeah, something, something's going on there. And I'm not I'm not liking the way it is, but something's going on there. So keep an eye on that situation there. But other than that, I mean, that's those are the those are the, the three main storylines right there. Yeah, I mean, and you know, good thing you brought up Kyler Murray because that was going to be the next thing I wanted to talk about. So last week, he pretty much erased everything Cardinals associated off his Instagram. Now, to a lot of people, might not be a big deal, but to a couple of us, that was a couple of red flags, right? So the other thing is, uh, reports came out earlier in the week that uh, he actually pulled himself out of that Rams playoff game uh, on Super Bowl mm. card weekend on Monday Night Football because he felt like he was he was put in a situation for him to fail. And that uh, multiple reports coming out saying that he's not a good teammate, he's not the last one in, or first one in, last one out, or anything I like even that. See, I even seen a report that he went to the management and told him that he won't see the lamb as, as his wide receiver. I've seen a report saying that. I don't know how true it is, but I've I seen a report that's saying that he wants to wants him to trade for trade for um, Dallas Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb because, you know, they played together in college. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's crazy for him to think that um, that they would make that happen for him. Um, yeah, so look, Kyler Murray might be on the move. I don't see it. I mean, was this his third year? I, I don't see it. I, I can't. I don't see it. He's eligible for a new contract, and he wants a lot of yeah. money. He is. One more. While we talking about contracts, this is another storyline. Do you think Lamar Jackson is worth the money that, that, that he wants? Yes. Oh, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough. I need to see more from Lamar. Now I know that the backup quarterback last year played really good for them, but I mean, we're talking about Lamar Jackson. He's the MVP. Yeah, look, his whole team was hurt all last year, and he was still yeah. He still managed to get this team to, to kind of make the playoffs. So, yeah, I, I Baker Mayfield worth the money. Mm. See, that one's a little bit more difficult. The only reason why I'm saying it's a little bit more difficult is because he was hurt. He was hurt. He played with that hurt, hurt shoulder all year long. Um, his number one wideout OBJ didn't pan out. He got traded, or I'm sorry, he got released. And his team was just hurt. So, I mean, I don't know. The Baker, the, the jury's still out on Baker, I feel like. I, I completely agree. All right, coming up next, free agent Rashad Payne joins us. Stick around. Rashad, thank you so much for joining us again. How are you doing? Doing good, man. It's good to be back with y'all, man. It's good to see you guys. Hey, Swole, since the last time we talked to you, what have you been up to? Uh, congratulations. I know you're expecting a new baby here in May, so congrats on that. Good. Well, uh, yeah, man, I'm about to be a father, man. I'm about to have my first one. Um, I'm going to be a girl, so girl dads rule the world. So I'm um, going to be That's a right. girl dad. So I'm excited about that. Um, but besides that, I mean, um, I played uh, this last year in the NAL, so um, I've kind of kind of off the arena scene for a little bit. I'm ready to get back outdoors. So um, right now I'm just going to be focused on pretty much training, uh, trying to get into the USFL because that's coming up. XFL is coming up. So trying to get into that. But uh, mostly just staying in shape, man. But um, 
since the last time we spoke, man, I just been I moved into a bigger home and um, I have three dogs. Um, yeah, things are good, bro. Yeah, that's good. Um, obviously, you've probably been keeping up with the NFL. Super Bowl was just last weekend. I just want to get your thoughts on the season and the game last week. Well, overall, it was a good NFL season. Um, a lot of new talent, things of that nature. I'm kind of sad to see the Bucks get knocked out early. That kind of hurt me a lot. Um, but the Super Bowl, uh, that was a great game. Didn't expect it to end like that. Um, I was really pulling for the Bengals because the Rams beat the Bucks. So obviously, I was kind of sour. Um, but but we still got Burrow and Chase for the upcoming years. That's good that Stafford and Aaron Donald got their rings, you know, a lot of part of their careers. Jalen Ramsey got his ring, even though he was getting kind of burnt the whole game. But, you know, it was a good game, though. I, mean, I feel like it was, a, it was a great game, good for L.A., good for the city, and good for the team. And congrats to those boys, man. So what has your training regimen looked like? Um, well, mostly, to be honest with you guys, it's, it's – it's kind of been the same. I've just been ramping it up as far as just working on my little twitch muscles and things of that nature. I've gotten a lot stronger. Um, I, I might look I might look smaller, but I'm still big and I'm solid. So I, I, I'm, I'm toning up, but I'm still 255, 260. That's why I range. But I've been really serious about my diet. That's been like the biggest thing, um, focusing on my eating. I got a little app now. I track what I eat every day. It started. I actually started back in December. So I've been kind of keeping up with it. Um, but that's been the biggest thing, my nutrition. Um, and that's really been kind of helping me just, you know, with sleep and things of that nature. Just, you know, just trying to just take care of my body more for the longevity part of it um, before I start to, you know, ramp it up. Hey, what's going on with you, sir? I appreciate you joining us again. Yes, yeah, sir. What's up, bro? Hey, man, I uh, just watched some of your highlights on LinkedIn. And I think I've seen some on Facebook and Instagram. Have you decided yet if you want to go the tight end route or the defensive end route or the, just like a, a hybrid, like both, what you what you want to do? I mean, at this point, and this is for any scouts, anybody that listens to this, um, at this point, I'm willing to play wherever um, a team needs me. Um, but um, for my versatility aspect, obviously, I, I would like to stick to the defensive side. I feel like I can offer more especially in like a 3-4 scheme. I feel like I'm a good outside linebacker. I can drop back into coverage. Um, you can kind of line me up in different areas um, and I can attack the defense, I mean, attack the offense. Um, so I would definitely say if I had to like choose right now, um, defense, because I feel like I, you know, I feel like I could do a lot, make some more money um, and, you know, rush the passer, drop back, things of that nature. I definitely feel you that you have the footwork to be a tight end, though. I mean, I, I definitely can see that. You got the sides or whatnot. I definitely think you'd be a pretty good tight end. You kind of remind me a little bit of like a Delaney Walker. You played for the 49ers. Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's funny <laughs> I, you say that. That's who I modeled my game after, Delaney and Antonio, okay. Antonio Gates. Yeah, yeah you kind of remind me of like a Delaney Walker, maybe like a, a little bit of a Jermaine Gresham. You could play for the Bengals. And that's what you kind of remind me of. But um, this, I'm not going to ask too many because I know we had you on previously and whatnot. But um, I like that. I, th- I definitely, I definitely can see you taking that tight end route. I would like, me personally, I would like to see you uh, try to progress as a tight end. But you know, it's teachers on and whatnot. But whatever you feel, yeah. best, I'm pretty sure you know that. And it's funny you say that because uh, my granddad, uh, who I, I've been seeing a lot more lately since COVID's kind of like died down. That's another thing we've been through since I have lost last saw you guys. We're kind of towards the tail end of it, hopefully. Um, but I've been able to see my grandparents um, during the holidays. And my granddad, was one thing he said to me, he was like, uh, he said, what position are you playing now? And I told him, I was like, um, I'm starting to you know, work, work out at tight end. So he was like, oh, I'm happy because he thought I had gave it up. 
Because right. I was in a position that even when I was a young boy, they always tell me I was gifted with catching the ball. That's just something I always – I stay, I've been studying the game since I was like – since I could watch it, bro. Like, I was not just watching it. Even since I was like a young boy, I was actually studying the game, like trying to mimic those guys and things of that nature. How did everything go in, in Las Vegas? I think I know I know a couple we had you on last year. You was going out to Vegas after we spoke with you. So the Vegas thing actually um, – what, what, what the Vegas thing? I'm trying to remember what that was. I think um, you went out there. You had a workout out there. I think, um, with you, you and uh, I believe um, it was a league, wasn't it? That was going to start. Yeah, because we're going to be in a bubble. Which league? Which league was that? The USFL. Uh, I believe it was some kind of. You was going out there with your. Um, with, with, you, it, it was. I remember it was last year. You was going out. You was going out to Vegas to um to work out or have you you had some. You was going to play in the league. It's, I think. I, mean, it, I think that. I think that was the um the USFL. I think they ended up pushing it back because this okay. is what that because last year they were going to have the workout towards the end of the year and then uh, they pushed it back and said not going to have a workout or they're going to have it in January. Then they decided, oh, you know, we're not going to do a combine, scratch the combine. We're going to just take each agency. So each agent in around the, you know, the country or whatever, they pretty much sent all their players into the USFL scouting department. And they just had to kind of just wing through each agency, each player. And that's pretty much how they did it now. So now we're coming up to the draft, which will be on Tuesday. Um, so I believe this this last week, uh, this last, well, the end of this week and this weekend will probably be the last few contracts come out. Then you still have practice squad that has to be filled and um, things like that. So, but I think that's what you were talking about, but they ended up yeah. having a workout. How's everything been going with you and Chris Chambers? Jamie, that's my man, man. We've been staying in contact. He was actually, um, he, he actually has started up, I'm not sure if you guys heard of a uh, University of Fort Lauderdale, um, NAIA school. He started, started it up down there in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, he okay. was there, they had their first season. Um, you know, didn't, didn't go too well, obviously, startup program. So, you know, they got to build it up. Um, he left there. He was doing some, um, some NFL combine training down south. And then mm -hmm. um, he finally just got a job, actually. Kaiser, I didn't know Kaiser. Um, have a football program now. Mm -hmm. He's a well, wide receiver coach down there at the Kaiser in uh, South Florida. So he's doing pretty good, man. I stay in contact with him all the time. He um, continues to tell me to stay in, you know, stick to it, stay grinding, stay locked in. Yes, him and Tori Harmon, that's like another dude I met through him. So they, they, they stay with me. Appreciate it, Rashad, man. I wish you the best of luck, man. Yeah, for sure, bro. I appreciate you and uh, for giving us Brady for that couple of years, man. Thank you, man. Uh, <laughs> Forever appreciate that. <laughs> Rashad, Rashad, man. What's up, big dog? Man, it's been a while, and all, all I see on LinkedIn is you hustling, man. That's all I see. I love it, man. Applaud to you. Uh, I mean, let's get right into it, man. I mean, um, how, do, how does somebody not give up, right? That That's the biggest question I see, right, because – I mean, I know that that was kind of one of the last things you, you did tell us is that this is a, a dream of yours that you're going to you're going to chase and you're not going right. to stop. Right. But I mean, man, I see it on LinkedIn. I see how much you want it. But I mean, I'm pretty sure it comes with something. How how, how have you learned to to continue to work past that and stay focused? It's so funny you say that. Today was one of those days where I had to kind of refocus myself. Cause we have those days, and uh, today was one of those days, man. Um, prior to the season, little side note. Prior to this, prior to this uh, draft coming up, 
Um, I was signed to the Iowa Barnstormers. That was this team I initially signed for in the IFL. Um, coach called me, he recruited me, signed me. I was good to go. Of course, they knew it. My agent told them if the USFL gave me a contract, I would have to move on. Um, you know, I guess time came and uh, I was supposed to leave for camp. What? In about a week from today, they traded me to Frisco last weekend randomly, traded me to Frisco. Frisco cut me. So I was, so my agents was like, you know, kind of, we're kind of like, we're, we're not at the, at, at, at the drawing table because I already was, was kind of like, I want to get back outdoors anyway. But it was just one of those, it was one of those things where it was like frustrating because I was ready to go, got the baby on the way, things of that nature. When you got things kind of set in plans and things of that nature, and people are telling you this, that, and the third, and you kind of going with it, it kind of throws you for a loop when things kind of change at an instant. Um, so today was one of those days where I had to kind of refocus myself and remember why I do this, who I do it for, and um, just continue when to put the work in because at, at some point in time, you know, I break through. But um, I would say the main the main trait that you would need just to just to continue to you know push through is just perseverance and just have a belief in something. It's just got to persevere, man. It's it's it's, it's tough. So um, it's a million of us. You know, it's a lot of us trying to get to one goal. So. Um, it's really just going to be about who just continues to put the most work in and who just doesn't give up. Yeah, man, for sure. I think uh, perseverance is 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 one of the, is probably one of the most uh, key things in anybody that that's been successful in anything in life, right? Is that they persevere through you know the good and the bad and more bad than anything. And, and I think we learn a lot from ourselves. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about about this year in football. So I mean, yeah. obviously. Um, you know, we saw we, we saw some crazy numbers. I mean, that sack record almost got broke, right? They almost broke the record. In fact, they tied it, right? It was I mean, TJ Watt is unbelievable, man. And mm -hmm. if you like sit back and just watch his rewatch the game film and stuff, stuff like that, he he's very technically sound off that edge, man. It's 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 amazing to watch, bro. It's in the genes too. It's crazy. <laughs> Well, well let's let, let's kind of let's kind of get into let's kind of get into into your world right 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 now a gm calls you what team would do you think would be an ideal fit that would allow you just to wreak havoc like let's say a tj watt or or a michael parsons right because i mean man we hadn't seen we hadn't seen anything like this in a while with with the rookie being able to make that kind of impact right so right but for you to be able to leave your stamp, I mean, what team have you seen that you say, hey, man, I, I can fit right in and I get you 10, 15 seconds? It's three teams, man. It's three teams that right. I, keep, I keep up with, three teams that um, I'll continuously watch their roster, continuously watch who they sign the defensive coordinators and things like that. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, um, right here pretty much in my backyard. I'm out here in DeBerry. I live probably like an hour, 10 minutes away from 18, whatever uh, the stadium, whatever the name is. Um, so I live right there by um, not too far from Jacksonville. So I feel like I can help them out right now. Uh, Miami Dolphins, I feel like I can help them out right now. Um, the New York Jets, I feel like I can help them out right now. Um, and just kind of just pretty much just, you know, start writing my name in the books. But um, also to CFL, you know, it's not forget about Canada. You know, they, 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 they pay some good money out there and it's already a proven league. Um, somewhere that I honestly wanted to play before I actually had my NFL chance. Um, but Toronto and Saskatchewan, man, those are two teams that's been looking at me, man. If they see this, man, hey, I'm ready to work. Let's do it, man. That sounds so exciting. So yeah. uh, last last question about the about the 
just you can name it. You can name anybody. Doesn't matter what right now in the league, I guess, in CFL or NFL. What mm-hmm. defensive coordinator do do you? Uh, I guess who's your favorite defensive coordinator? Todd Bowles. Wow. Todd Bowles, and I'm not wow. even just picking him because I'm a Bucks fan, but yeah. that's the that's the exact defense that I would want to play in. How he used Shaquille Barrett and JPP. I yeah. feel like I'm a better athlete as far as like catching wise and things like that. Um, but they're you know their pass rushing is elite. But that defensive scheme I feel like is will fit me like to the T, man. To the yeah. T. They do need some new. They do need some youngins, man. I mean, I know they got Joe Tryon, but it'd be nice to pair up a, a nice, uh, a nice young young outside linebacker, uh, Russian uh, Russian linebacker like yourself to get. Up oh yeah, for him. sure, for sure. And uh, also too. Um, as we were, while we're on a league talk, man, uh, one of my fellow high school alumni, um, Deontay Johnson, who I still stay in contact with for the Steelers, man, he had a pretty good season, man. I want to shout him out on, on, on East to West, man. Uh, y'all should reach out to him and try to get him on the podcast. That does, that does sound like a plan. Yeah, Deontay, man, good, good guy. Hey, maybe, you, hey, maybe you can help us set it up. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, it's so funny. Actually, I actually will bring it up to him because we're supposed to meet up soon. Uh, he was in LA for the Super Bowl. I was trying to catch him this past week, but he was in LA, of course, um, for the Super Bowl. Um, but we're supposed to go speak to my old high school and the football teams, um, soon at some point. So when we are, you know, we're the first two to make it out of the, um, our high school. So we're going to go speak to those kids and show them love. But I'll definitely bring up you guys, man. I would love to have him on the show. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. That would be awesome. And uh, I guess just kind of, I guess, explain, explain to us the, the draft process. I mean, what uh, are you, uh, you're entering a draft portal. Um, so, and so what have you originally, heard? Originally, originally, um, like I said, my agent entered all of his players into the draft pool. They go through a scouting department like the NFL does. Yeah. And they send out contracts. Um, at first, they were just going to do a combine. Then they said, no, no combine. Then they were going to do something else. They said no to that. So they decided that they were going to send out specific contracts to each player who would, who would be actually put into the draft. I have not yet received a contract. Um, I'm, still, I'm still in contact with my agent. He's still speaking with them. Um, they're still doing their evaluation on me, things of that nature. Um, but, you know, me coming from no college and working my way up the ranks, you know, I got to get through the politics. So, um once I do get my uh, chance, and hopefully one of these mornings I wake up with it in my email, so I can go ahead and sign that bad boy and get to work. But um, but yeah, that's how that, that's that's pretty much how the process goes from here. Um, like I said, this last week and weekend, um, they're gonna pretty much send out probably the last few contracts. The draft is on Tuesday. They just released the draft order today on um, FS1. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. It was on um, what's the guys, Mike and Wiley or Wiley and whatever their name to the two dudes at three o'clock hmm. um speak for yourself no oh, oh, speak for yourself mm-hmm. yeah they, they they uh speak for yourself they had uh, announced the draft marcellus and Archer. yeah marcellus yeah 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 um so yeah so tuesday we'll find out my fate um then from there we'll see what happens um practice squad whatever the case may be y'all know your boy gonna keep working either way it go um i got this daughter on the way so she's depending on me first and foremost so I got to make sure my home life is taken care of, the wife he's taken care of, things like that. We have your we have your back, man. We believe in you. We know that it's only a matter of time before you. It's break a matter in. of time, man. Just That's all it is. That's and it. Back, and, and God's plan, bro. God, God, God has a plan, bro. He has a plan. As, as always, we'll real quick, just want to say thank you for joining us. Real quick, for any GM, 
coach, anybody that's part of any football organization out there, what would you want them to know about Rashad? Hard worker, um, dedicated to the game, um, someone you can trust. I'm a leader. Um, and like I said, I give my all to the game, man, someone that you could depend on. And I just want to just say that for any GM or coach out there, give me a shot, give me a workout, and I can prove myself to you. All right, Rashad. Well, we'll check in with you here in a couple of weeks. Hopefully everything goes well next week. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Sure. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Ass. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.